When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you absolutely? I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. That intro tune, still a banger. Love it. Always gets me in the mood. Let's talk some football. I am uh, welcome to Ace Podcast. Let's Ace Podcast Nation. I am. Sorry. Fucking. I know, isn't it? Show my age. Got to get those false teeth in, mate. Um, this is the home of Roger Giggs and football. We're talking all things football for this week, including a very interesting week in the World Cup. It's been depressing. It's been entertaining. It's been uh, surprising as well, so we're going to talk about that. But just as uh, we wait for a few of the latecomers to turn up, let's do our Super 6 uh, update for the weekend, fortunately for me. Yeah, you're looking forward to it. Um, as people who don't know, we're raising money through doing a Super 6 Prediction League. You can still join and uh, have a go. Uh, Ex-CFC legend Lee Jarman tops this week, recording a score of 14 points. We also have another ex-Cardiff legend, Cohen Griffith, top in the overall league with 249 points. But uh, it was a round to forget for myself and Rodri. We both only scored six points between us. But uh, unfortunately, I only got two of those points. So now that has put an eight-point lead 
word myself for Rodri going into the next round, which is Saturday at three o'clock. So get make sure you get your predictions in. We'll uh, we'll do ours at the end of the show. But uh, there's so much to talk about, and uh, we're trying to try and get done by sort of tenish. So we're going to jump straight in. I'm joined as ever by ex Salford City FC FC United. Banger, sir. Banger. Aberystwyth. Can you name them all off the top of your head? Like, boom. Oh, man. Every yeah. club you play yeah, there's for. Not, there's, not, there's not been many. Um, she gives uh, you a Sol- time limit, though, shouldn't Salford, um, Bangor City, back to Salford. Um, where did I go then? I went to, oh, I went to Bay Cup Borough. Where's uh, that? Uh, my mate was a manager there. He was on the news actually today, Brent. Been there, been the manager there for twenty five years. Was he? Yeah. Where he's is it? Drive. He's the chairman. He's the manager. He's the barman. Does the lot driver? Um, he's a kit, kit man. Yeah, he's a good boat, Brent. Um, so yeah, then then um, I was playing against Mosley and Mosley at the top of the league, and then they I went there half halfway through the season. We ended up winning that league, and then I stayed at Mosley for about three years. Um, my last year, we won the league again. Then I left. I went to FC United. Then went to Curzon Ashton. Then back to Salford. Then back to FC United, and that was it. Oh, in between Salford, in between, in between Salford was Bangor City and uh, yeah Aberystwyth. That was only like six months. It's the way, mate. Um, it was a good. It was a good experience, but the travelling was now brutal. Yeah, well, because I'm from Manchester, you and you're travelling to. Hey, here's one for you. We were travelling to Haverford West, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So we're meeting at Chester at six thirty in the morning, right. right? I'm living in Manchester, so I've got to get to Chester. So I'm up at half five. Get to Chester for half six. Get the coach. Get there. Get there about. Half 12, 1 o'clock, pitch inspection, game called off. <clears throat> so we get home for like half past nine at night. We won't even play the game. And we had to go back there on a Tuesday night. No, I didn't go. I didn't play that night. I was injured. I uh, see. <laughs> no, no dedication. I was injured. It was a, it was a friendly. At the Tuesday night, I'm string. hamstring was tight well mate I tell you someone who wishes they had a hamstring injury today is uh, (laughs) Lukaku for Belgium I think mate that was a horror game for him and I think it's one that will stick with him for a while because Lukaku of a few you know say eight nine years ago eats those chances for breakfast and Belgium cruise through easily like he's going to be Feeling that I think because Belgium are out and um, deservedly so they were poor. Yeah, it's, uh, we say they were poor. They, they made chances, and it's an art to get chances. But you know, at this level, you have to take them chances because if you don't, you get punished. And and they've been punished. They've really been poor, Belgium really. Uh, aging team, but still, it's an experienced team. So it's no yeah. no real excuse for me. Um, that quality that's in that team, mate, they should have walked that group. Yeah, well, they just missed someone up top and obviously Lukaku missing a few games and not being injured, fully fit. 
And you see that with him, the chances he missed. Yes, he's on his wrong side of his foot, but on his right, but he still should hit, hit the target. He hit the post, come out. He was unlucky, but still should score. The one where, right at the end, where Lovren's missed the header, he's got to anticipate that. He's got to. And he doesn't, and it's his chest and just... Yeah, it's just just one of them things that that will never leave him. He'll always think about it. Yeah, so it's like a what that's, if. That's, that's his punishment, I think. Yeah, it's one of them what ifs. But like for me, you know, the one at the end. I wonder if the the two chances earlier, which he missed, kind of got in his head a bit, so he didn't. Well, you would you, you, you would or... hope not. You would you sorry. You would hope not with with the experience he's got, and. The, at the age of him, and uh, like I say, the experience—you he, he, know—he's got to anticipate that. He's got to, and, he, and he's just mm. flat-footed, and that's what happens. It's basic, you know: be on your toes, be ready. Uh, and he wasn't. So, well, like you look at the side, like they got Witzel, they got Dendonka, Mertens, Carrasco, De Bruyne, Trussard, Tillmans, you know, and then. There's all sorts of players around on a bench. Hazard and... Couture. Real There's just too much quality there for them to struggle through that group. And As Eden, to, Eden Hazard, it yeah. comes on like last five minutes. What's the point in that? It's just... Uh, it was painful. And, and look, as we'll talk about Wales in a minute, which was also painful. But like... When you compare the Belgium squad to the Wales squad, for instance, the quality, the difference... Oh, yeah, there's no comparison... Like, yeah, the, that Belgium squad is full of players playing at the absolute top level, like Champions League, not just Champions League, but the best Champions League teams. And they should have done better. You can't not criticise them. They were poor. Um, but then, look, Croatia deserved credit for the way they played today. I thought they defended pretty well. They played all right through the group. But Morocco deserved to win the group. They got the, you know, they got the results when it mattered. And you don't win games by having a good team on paper. You win games by winning football matches. And at the end of the day, Canada, look, Canada were always going to struggle and they are one of them teams which are happy to be there. They just, you know, not not a team you always see at the World Cup. They were happy to be there and we kind of expect them to finish bottom of the group. But when you look at it, it's Belgium, Croatia, Morocco. Belgium have got to qualify from that three. Like the Croatia team is I've got some older players in there. You've got, you know, uh, Modric at the centre of midfield, who's, what, 38, I think. Is it time for Martinez to leave Belgium now? Like, to me, I he just think... Left. He has left. Is he? Come on. You saying that, you see what I mean? This is popcorn, the kettle black. You saying talking about research before we come on the show. Well, I haven't he's seen... Already, he's, already left. he's already left the position straight after the game. He's walked. Well, you're the expert. I'm just the host. Remember that. But well, I do my, re- I do my well, research. Well, in my opinion, he should have left when uh, they lost to Wales in 2016. I thought he well, should have gone no, then. Well, you say that, because, but they come, because, they come third in the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, yeah, but it's third, mate. They got this golden generation of, of, of players. Unbelievable yeah, squad of another failure of golden generation. We have to be careful about this golden generation. How many world-class Players have they got? Eden Hazard was world class for a year. He's not but been in, seen at Real. He's not been seen at Real Madrid. Kevin De Bruyne is a different player for Belgium. He is for Manchester City. Who else have they got? Is world class? Please tell me. I'll wait. Lukaku, 
do me a fucking favour. He is but, not world class. Right. Who else? But you're looking at it today. I'm on a bad. No, 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 he should have no, gone no, in 2016. Not, in 2016, Hazard was tearing it up. De Bruyne was tearing it up. Um, right, but for my, for my, right, but that was six years ago. That's what I'm 20. saying. He should have gone then to allow another manager to take that group of players to achieve what they potentially well, could. Well, he have. did. He got them to third. You're saying that a better manager would have, would have gone on and won the World Cup. They're not what's World yeah. Cup. I've just got. I think a better manager would have got them further in the World Cup. I really do, mate. I I don't rate him at all. I, I don't say I don't rate him. I not convinced that he's like an elite level manager. I think he's a good manager, but I don't think he's up there with the likes of Pep, Mourinho, Klopp, whoever, you know, like these top class managers. I just don't see it from him. And I feel like a top class manager would have done more with that squad of players over the... Like, he's been there for years, mate. He's been in charge of that squad for years. And a better manager would have taken them further. Like, they shouldn't have lost to Wales, for instance, in that quarterfinal or whatever it was in 2016. They shouldn't have gone out of this group today. And all right, you can say third, but I think... Well, the, you know, who's who's the highest paid manager in um, in the World Cup? You know that? Because I've done uh, my research. I would guess that it's probably Gareth Southgate, mate. I would guess. Well, no, he's the Germany manager. And he's just Is gone it out. really? Gareth well, Southgate's let... second. No, Gareth Southgate's about to win a World Cup, mate. We'll discuss uh, that but, in a minute. But, you know, he's, he's... And should he lose his job? The Germany manager? Yeah, I think... That's the Even second. though it's the young team, it's uh, it's it's well, name me some world class players Germany have got now. They haven't got. I any. don't think they. I don't think they have. But it's Germany's a, it's a, it's a young side. But you still would expect them to to qualify. But you know, it's the World Cup, uh, and they haven't, and they're out. And same yeah. with Belgium. You don't perform, uh, and Belgium haven't pulled up any trees. I'm, I don't think I've seen one game of Belgium this this, this World Cup because. I switch over to a different game. I'll just turn off because it's boring. Yeah, they've, they've been dreadful. But like again, you say Germany, right? Let's look at this German group: Japan, Spain, Germany, Costa Rica. You cannot tell me that Spain and Germany shouldn't be the two going from that group. Now, if Germany, no, Germany yeah, got a young, young group of players, whatever, like they went out at the group stage of the last tournament as well. No, so but it's twenty minutes from the from time. They're both going out. Yeah, can you imagine? Spain, Germany and Belgium all out at the same day. That would have been interesting. And look, by the way, Japan deserved to win that to win that group. Same as Morocco did. Japan deserved to win that group and they that's why they won it. Germany, I thought, Germany played quite well today in very small patches. Like five, ten minutes, they'd be good. Then they would just, they took their foot off the gas at the wrong times, in the wrong games, and they got caught for it. Um I still does the how young is their squad? The Germany squad. Let's have a quick look. Let's have a look at their lineups. Because I agree, I do. The one thing I do agree with you on is that Germany haven't got world class players, whereas Belgium, I think, have, which is why I think they've failed. Yeah, but who? But then, then you, you say that. 2016, Eden Hazard can't get a kick for Real Madrid. Well, hang on. People keep telling me De Bruyne is the best, one of the best footballers in the world. He's a totally different player for Man. For for, that, for I totally agree with you. He's not the best player in the world. I'm not having any, whatever anyone says. He's not. I've not seen him in this World Cup. 
but if you see it, if you watch the games, they've not played him the right way. Sometimes you don't see him for 10 minutes. Everything's surely's got to go through him. Mm. And, it did, and it didn't. And that's why they're out. So I look at this Germany side. You were right. There's a lot of young players in it. So I think you've got to allow for that. Um, they've got a, they've got a, quite a few, um, what I would call, not quite world-class or you know top, top-level players. But they've got some, you know, like Gudungan uh, from Man City. These types of players, they play week in, week out for big clubs in the Champions League. Nabri, Sane, Muller, Havertz. You know, they all play for big clubs, mate. Um, Goitzer. Just going to play for big clubs. Don't they mean they're good footballers? Havertz, crap. You can't get a goal no, for I, Yeah, we Chelsea. talked about him. Yeah, he's, he's done well tonight. He's done well tonight. He does, yeah. It doesn't matter they're out now. And he's scored about three or four goals for Chelsea. Yeah, if he's probably scored, probably scored more in this World Cup than he scored for Chelsea in this season. Yeah, so it's okay to say play for big clubs. No. But they should have got out of that group, surely. Yes, yes, but if they performed, and they haven't. They got beat um, off Japan in the first game. It's all about the start. You have to get a good start. Uh, on You have to be a really good team of a, t- of a player like Messi in your team. Or to be fair, Argentina are really good teams. You've you've seen that yesterday. Poland couldn't get out of the half the last thirty minutes. Um, where in the first game they were a totally different team. So, um, but you would you would expect to build into it, but not lose your first game. Yes, if you don't play well, okay, but don't lose the first game because when it's three games, then you're under pressure, and it's the World Cup. There's no mugs. There's no mugs at all. We've seen these games. All of them have come close. You know, USA got a very good draw against England. We draw against we draw against um, USA. Iran beat USA. There's, there's good teams. There's good teams. Yeah. I I think USA are going to beat Netherlands. I I think they'll beat Netherlands. It'll surprise them because Netherlands and all that. What world class players have they got? Again, young, young squad, isn't it? young squad of good players, but have yeah. they got those game yeah, probably, changers? Probably De Jong's decent, uh, De Pai's decent, but Daily Blind, it must be 35, 30 odd. So, there's, no, there's, they've got some weaknesses as well. You've got to look at France, Brazil, England, these people with de- quality and depth. Yeah, real I think, quality to and me, depth. The only England. problem England have got England have got weakness. They they they've got weaknesses at the back. You know, if you yeah. get at them, can you can you get that? But have they got the antidote with Kyle Walker for someone like Mbappe? Probably so. But in terms you know, of depth, mate, I just look at Brazil and I look at England and I think if England are ever going to win the World Cup in my lifetime, I think this is a real good chance for them. You've had some big clubs go out, a uh, big teams go out. Yes, of course, there's still some very good teams left. But I just think they've got a good chance. They've got experience in tournament football. You know, they got to the semi-finals and the finals recently. Southgate, they all play for Southgate. Where I think, people you would see that. Like I think you'd see that with France as well. But because of the top players they're missing out, they're missing on that depth now. Look at how yeah. well they've done. Uh, and that's not probably their full team who they would play with. Pogba would yeah, play. Kante would play. Benzema would play. So... Yeah. No, that so there's three top players and and the brought in players, but obviously you've seen it. The, the, the players that they've got in in reserve now can't beat Tunisia. 
so and get beat of Tunisia. So, you know, they, they haven't got that depth in quality where I think England and Brazil have. But in defence, they both haven't got that depth. So if it's got an injury here, an injury there at the back, then, you know, they may struggle. Because yeah. they aren't strong there anyway. Yeah, and we'll talk about England. Like Ben White's obviously got home um, in just a sec. But I'll just quickly fly through the groups which have been settled. So you had Group A, you had Netherlands and Senegal go through. I think that was kind of what we predicted beforehand, really. I think Ecuador did a very um, did very well in a couple of games. They just couldn't quite get over the line results-wise. Netherlands, I think, is a good team. They're very uh, organised and can kind of, you know, it's a Louis van Gaal side, isn't it? So they play very patient football, but they're very organised and very structured. Um, they've got some good young players. I think that gap pro is very, very good. And I fully expect to see him playing for United by the by the summer, in some either in January or the summer. I think he's probably the one they'll go for. Um, Senegal, you know, they miss Mane so much, which is why I think they'll probably go out at the next round. They're, but... they're, they're, they're no put, they won't be no pushover. No, 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 absolutely not. Wouldn't surprise you if that went all the way and went to penalties or, or England sneak it in extra time. But they miss be... Mane, don't they? He's their talisman. They do, they do, but they, they're still, no, they're athletic, they're strong, they're all Premier League players, so they're, they're all good players. And sometimes with these teams, when they get together, they've played a long time. But it'll be difficult for them. It'll be really difficult. And should it, England should win really comfortably. Well, they, all these teams, they won it against England, don't they? They turn up against England. And we've seen yeah. in previous years, if England aren't switched on and aren't with it, they can, they, they're can capable of going out. You know, they lost to Iceland. They've lost to other teams over the years when they haven't been switched on. Um, in Group B, England won the group as probably expected. USA second, Iran third, Wales bottom of the group. Um, let's talk about Wales from a Welsh perspective. We're both proud Welshmen. Um, very, very disappointing. Um, I was really, look, let's get one thing out of the way. Very proud, very happy to be at a World Cup. I never thought I'd see it. Never thought I'd see Wales at a World Cup in my lifetime. So from that point of view, loved it. However, You are getting on though. I am getting on. And this is it. But you'll always be older, which is obviously something that we should make very clear. But like, with look, I, I there is two sides to it. Like, I'm so happy that we got there, blah blah blah. Of course, and I, you know, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, these guys, Joe Allen, they're Welsh footballing legends. Will be remembered forever for what they've achieved with Welsh football. They've been the driving force between making us nearly qualify for tournaments to qualifying for three back to back, but. Let's be, you know, we're 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 a football podcast, so you've got to talk about what you saw on the pitch. Wales were poor; we didn't turn up. I could count the players who came out with real credit for their performances on one hand. Um, unfortunately, it looked like maybe it was a tournament too far for a couple. Um, and I don't like to say that, and I don't want to be like I've seen some ridiculous posts on social media as you always do. Like I don't want to be super critical. Um, I thought Robert Page made some mistakes. But that group, I think in hindsight, that is probably a group, the group of death, mate, because I thought Iran showed what they were capable of against us, even though we weren't very good. I thought USA really showed that they have progressed now over the years. And obviously we know what England are. 
So I made the mistake of thinking on paper, Wales should beat Iran coming into the tournament. I said we should beat Iran and we should beat USA. So we should go into that England game with at least four points. We didn't. And yes, Wales didn't turn up. Wales weren't good enough. But also I think it was down to Iran and America being probably better than I expected. But what did you think of Wales overall? Uh, I, I pretty much agree, disagree with that, with, with uh, saying that um, Iran play, play, they did play well, but Wales didn't offer anything. No. We didn't offer anything, so it's quite easy to play well if the team you're playing against is just giving you nothing back. They were poor, really poor. Poor at half-time for 45 minutes um, against USA, but then turned it round and got the draw, and that ended up like a pretty good result in the end um, because they ended up going drawn against. But the Iran game was the one. It was, um, yeah, it was a shocker. It was, it was a shock, cool, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a shock. So even then, you've you've, you've got a chance. Uh, you've got something to hold on to, but to, to not, it wasn't even a game. And then from to score late on, you know the, the the mistake by Joe Allen to the clearance could he have took a touch, could be a bit more composure. But you know, would probably with more games, you you would have probably got that. Um, but you you know that like you said, you can't really. And you can't really fault them, you know. It's, it's, took, it's been eight, eight days and they've gone home. So they, they'll have to live with that because they, they know they've not performed and, and they were the per- people that could do that. Yes, they, they've got us there and, and they've experienced it and hopefully they'll experience it again because, you know, it, it was a poor showing all around. But, you know, like I say, we've got to World Cup and, and we've got to see Wales in the World Cup. Yeah, and I think it's important, also important to remember Wales were the second smallest nation at the World Cup behind Qatar. So, obviously, we have a small amount of players to pick from and, and whatnot. There is, of course, that. But I don't I don't like to use that as an excuse. I We're still have many players, so... Yeah, yeah, of course they are. And look, I'd like... For you, I'm interested if you name the same players that I think sort of come out with, like, made their... Oh, I can name probably two. Who do you think did well for Wales? I'd say Ethan Ampadu and Nico Williams. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I thought Ben Davis was good until the England game. I thought he struggled, but I think he picked up an injury. I thought he was one of the better defenders, but you know he wasn't up to his his standards. I was a bit disappointed with like you've got um, the lad from from Bournemouth, who's been had a really good Premier League season this year, been playing every week, been excellent for Bournemouth um, and just wasn't quite at it in defence. Uh, we just, we struggled in midfield. Ampadu was overrun constantly and he still did a really, you know, he still came out with a lot of credit. I thought he was very good. And for the future, like him with someone else will be a good Welsh midfield. Is a question for you then, mate. Do Wales need to move on from Bale and Ramsey specifically? I think they need to move on from one of them, and and I'd be declining. I'd probably say Ramsey. Uh, he just doesn't give you anything. Anything. He he's the one who hasn't played at all, isn't it? Like obviously Bale. I understand what they're doing. They're they're just going through the motions. It's a World Cup. 
They're injury prone. So they're on autopilot because they want to play in the World Cup of Wales. So with that, they've not played many games. I'm pretty sure you'll see them go back full on until they get injured again uh, after the World Cup. But Or they'll probably go back to the clubs injured again. But no, they've they've all they've they've both been like it all through the careers. Injured, never gone for a full season, like a 45, 50 matches. Yeah. Bodies can't do it. Yeah, and I think thirty-five, even forty. But maybe for Gareth Bale when he was younger. But yeah, it's just um, it's a it shame. Both. It's a shame, but you know, it some is. some bodies are like that. Some people just can't with all the pre- bodies can't with all the pressure of it. Yeah, I think sure. um, Ramsey's broken leg changed the, the the direction of his career. I think in terms of his injury, because he never seemed to quite get over it. In terms of ever since he broke his leg, he constantly had those niggling injuries. Whether where whereas before that leg break, like I remember him playing for Cardiff, playing all season. You know, playing like thirty-five. You said, yeah, that's when the younger mate. That's, they can do it when the youngest look at you know a lot of people had that that injury, but look at Luke Shaw. Yeah, I know, oh, I know, I understand. I mean, that. He's heavy. It's just, the, the, just yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because and, and some and some of them might be might be eighty percent, but mm. say, oh no, no, I'm still not right. Where you know, if you're sixty percent, you can go out. You can go out play. Mm. Do you think that sixty percent is going to be enough? Well, obviously not. When you look at the the Welsh bench. And you look at that Iran game. What would you have done? So, if you were picking the starting lineup with a bit of hindsight as well, like what would you have done differently with this in terms of selection and and you know stuff like that? Just with regards to that that you know that Iran game was the one that we needed to win. You had the midday heat as well, which I think doesn't help aging players. So you want the younger you go guys. Four, three, three. You go four three three. Four yeah. three three. Get James off. Get him off. He's had his chance and he was crap. Give Brendan Johnson a proper chance. Start him, start him off. Kiefer Moore, uh, Bale and uh, Brendan Johnson on the left or on the right. And then who would your midfield three have been? Obviously, because you said about Ramsey, would you have played him in front well, of the two? Yes, you'd, you'd, you'd play him. But, you know, if, he, if he's playing like that, you, I would have brought him off way before. Way before. I'm not waiting. You've, this is what the difference. We, we, well, this is where you've got to be paid for the for the big bucks. You've got to make them decisions, and you're gonna yes, you're gonna upset someone, but so what? It's to, to, for the good of the team and for the country. Forget your ego. So you've what you've got thirty five minutes. You've had 60, 55 minutes to perform. You've not done a tap. Sit there and watch the game and bring mm. someone with a bit more energy. Because to carry two of them, you just can't. You just can't. Not this level. You can't. And Ramsey was a non non entity. He was crap. He was rubbish. So, and this is what happens when you've gone through the motions to just get yourself to the World Cup, and you're not proper match fit. Yeah, and I think that's it, isn't it? They've got themselves. They've got themselves fit enough to play, but they just they haven't been like. Uh, I mentioned Meepham at Bournemouth, but he was fit because he'd been playing week in, week out for Bournemouth. Ramsey's played two games for Nice. Bale has played most of his games off the bench. And look, I'm glad they've got there and I'm glad they, you know, we would have wanted them in the squad and in the Listen, team. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't have got there. No, so. of course. 
And, and you I have just to think play him. It was a bridge you know, too far. Yeah, wasn't you'll it? get crucified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've, they've earned you that right. But when you've not done anything for 55, 60 minutes, you have to change it. And for me, Ramsey would have the one to come off. You've got to keep Gareth Bale on if he if he's fit. But then you've still got to save yourself from him and try and bring him off to save him for the next game. But you've got to get that result first. And they didn't. Um, so yeah, I felt yeah, like that. I felt like there was an opportunity in the Iran game when it was nil nil before Hennessy got sent off. You could have taken Ramsey off and got in somebody, one of the youngsters, mate, just someone who's going to go got, in there with no fear. You've got to look at it half half time. Give it fifteen minutes, and if it's not changed, and it didn't change, you can you could see that. So the only way it's going to change is you making the change by doing yeah. the manager managerial decision and changing it and changing the direction, the flow of the game. He didn't do that. Is it because we had too many youngsters in the squad? So we had, um, you know, Ruben Corwell, Mark Harris. What there for? Exactly. Well, this is my point. If they're there, they should be like to me. When yeah. we knew he should have come off, we should have said, "Right, one of you boys have got to go on, get on the I'm ball." Not, I'm not. I'm not. Age in my mind, age doesn't come into it. Just, I agree. Okay. I agree. But Ruben Corwell's yeah. been to two tournaments now, and I don't think I think he got a couple of minutes against England. But like, like if you're going to take these players, you've got to use them. And I just felt that Iran game before Hennessy's got sent off and the games changed. There was an opportunity at half time or early in the second half to change the game with pace, energy, everything which we didn't have. And that's where I think Robert Page made a mistake. Um yeah, and look that's where, that's where tactically, you know, at the highest level, he's not played or managed. So, you know, that was just a just and he's probably just inexperienced he'll learn from it. it you know it's all you can do is learn from these losses that's all you do you know yeah. the mistakes and, and and things that happen you, it's all a learning process and you'll be a better manager from it so last thing on wales mate i've seen a few people on social media on radio and stuff like that saying that robert page shouldn't have been given like a four-year contract or whatever he got and that they, the FA should look at it and he shouldn't be the man to take him forward now. Do you go down with that because he made a couple of mistakes? Or do you go with, he's had two tournaments now, he's building, he's got young players coming through, he is the man to take us forward because he's got that experience to learn from. Yeah, he's, 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 he's earned the right. And like I say, he's, he's a young and growing manager and he's just come in the job. Yes, he's had a bad week. Had a couple of weeks, but you know that can happen in football. You, he's, like I say, hopefully he's learnt from the mistakes, um, and we'll, we'll we'll take it from there. But we've got a good, good young squad, but um, but he's got yeah, to use those young players, haven't he? He can't. Yeah. Like to me, he's the right man. I believe he's the right man to keep taking us forward if he doesn't make the same mistakes that he's just made in that game, particularly in the Iran game. If he goes and does that in the next qualifiers in March, then we've got a bit of a problem, I think, because then he hasn't learned. You've just got to identify. I remember when Ryan came in, he had to get rid of that, slowly get rid of the the, the, the ageing players and, and start blooding the youth players in. And you've just got to identify when it's the right time and know when it's the right time and, and, and just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they'll still be on the bench and they'll still be a part, yeah, absolutely. Be, but 
Um, yeah, you just got to know when the right time is, and you know, by the looks of it, it's not far away. Yeah, but I think um, ultimately, we'd never expected to see Wales at a tournament. It was yeah, exactly, yeah. good. It was good to be there, and I hate that. Like, oh, we're just there to take part. It's not. I wanted to compete. I wanted to get out of the group. I thought we should have been. And because they set such a high bar, bar, you know, expectations are up there. You know, we got to the quarterfinals or semifinals, the Euros, or, you know, we, we, so we got out with a group at the last yeah, end. USA, so Iran, group, USA Iran, England. Oh, it's not really a strong, but in the rankings it is, but. You'd still expect them, even the, the, the teams that we beat, would beat. You know, you'd expect Ukraine to beat both of them teams. We beat Ukraine comfortably. Well, not comfortably, but we beat Ukraine. We beat some teams along the way that would beat Iran and USA, which didn't perform. And that's the, that, the short and curlies of it. England was always going to be tough, but it was the first two games and we just didn't perform. And, and ultimately, it's a ride home and I get all the messages and, you know, Bit had the mix take out being up here, but yeah, we all get that, mate. I mean, it's oh, like it's good. Oh, I'm, I'm so, you know, it's so, I've got big shoulders, it's so good fun, just waiting, just 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 waiting for England to get knocked out. Just, so, oh uh, my god, let me ask you about that. Keep, then, mate, uh, um, I've got a long memory. <laughs> we, um, look, we've said all along since when we did the preview of the tournament and stuff, we said England on paper should be getting to the final, should be pushing for the, t- the title because their squad is so deep and so full of quality, they should be. They've had a bit of an up-and-down tournament so far. Like, they when ran... They beat, when they beat Senegal, do you know? Got to get past them, mate. Gotta no, but who's, them. Yeah, who's they played, do you know? Is it is it the next one down? Let me show you. Oh, um... Is it like because they're Group A? Uh, yeah, so England plays Senegal and USA. I plays mean, is that, is that how it works? Like, the, yeah, like yeah. So, so the the winners of so Argentina and Poland they'll play one of them two. Yeah, that so that's who they play in the next round, I believe. No, no, no. France play Poland, don't they? Argentina play Australia. Okay. So they play the winners of one of them two, don't they? Yeah, they they got a fair. They, they they're they're either going to play France or Argentina anyway, in the quarters. Absolutely, mate. It's it's going to be um, it's going to be real difficult for them. Do you think if, that, if that's the way it works? Sorry, mate. Go on. Do you think in a week or two's time, when the tournament's all done and dusted, there's any chance England come out of it as World Cup winners? Is there a chance? Yeah, hundred percent. Is there a chance? Yeah. What is look, a f- look at the quality they've got? Look at the quality they've got, mate. They, they've got that they, they can bring off from the bench that they can that can change a game in a whole different load of ways. Each side of the uh, left or right, they've got multiple options. Midfield, multiple options. Uh, wing backs. Multiple options. So only the centre half, the only centre half and centre forwards that you be that you would question, but still the Premier League good players. What's success and what's failure for England from here? 
Taylor's not getting to the final. Even though they've got to play a France and an Argentina yep. and a long yep. way. Yeah, you've got to beat these teams to win win the World Cup. You know, you, you do play scrubs all, all the way through. It doesn't work like this. This is a, the World Cup fight, yeah. World Cup tournament. And not a dog and not the dog and duck. In fairness, it's not, the, not the Cyprus League. Just if Stel, shout out to Stella Stars watch. Mm-hmm. It's not the Cyprus League. It's the dog and duck league. This is the World Cup. This is why the Cyprus League is still going on because they didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, like in fairness to Southgate, with each tournament, he's got better. Like they've progressed and they got one bit further. So technically, if he keeps to that form, they'll go on and win it this time. Um, to me, I think the World Cup is well so much so much harder to win than than the Euros. Like because the Euros, I think. There's just a difference in quality. Like Brazil, Argentina, they, they particularly Brazil, I think. But even, you know, we talk about Brazil's depth, mate. I think Argentina have got pretty good depth. Like they're able to leave out. Who would you um, play interesting to, does anyone know who's watching? Anyone, if anyone's watching, who would England play if they won? If, well, it, so if they be beat Argentina. Senegal. Because you'd rather play France than Argentina. Because it, it works out better for them for um, Giroud playing because Maguire can deal with him. He's not pacey. He's good in the air, so Maguire can deal with him. Uh, uh, the the left wing with Mbappe, I think Kyle Walker could deal with him. Yes, it's still going to be difficult, but pace-wise, they probably match stride for stride. And they've probably got better quality on the wide areas, England. Yeah, I think... They've got, mind you, they've got Dembele and Mbappe, haven't they? Who would you rather have, Mbappe or Dembele? Mind you, you've got, you've got Foden, Saka, Rashford, Sterling. <laughs> the one thing I think England have got is they've got players hitting form at the right time. Like, Rashford looks bang in form for United, and then he's taken this that This is why I think you can, you can mess around with Sterling and, and leave Foden out. Yeah, well, he even Foden played against, you know, he I came mean, on. not Foden, I leave Mount out, sorry. Yeah, you, I'm you not play, play Foden on the, you know, so, so he's got, he's going to play Rashford. He's, I reckon he's got to play Rashford, right? So, it, yeah. it, it, do you know what I mean? The team is a team. Pickford, obviously, back four names itself, Shaw, Stones, Maguire, Walker. Um, Bellingham, Jordan Henderson. Really? You and Declan Rice. You're taking Jordan Henderson. You need him in there for that organisation, that glue. And yes, people are poor, but you need them boring players who are going to be organised, who are going to play it sideways, who are going to with but but good energy, experience. Um, yeah. So him. Who else would you play in there? Um, Declan Rice as a holder. And Bellingham. No, so, sorry, oh. sorry, 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 sorry. Declan Rice, Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, Bellingham, and Sterling. You said this the other day about Sterling playing deeper. Yeah, as a number ten. Then you've got Rashford on the right, Saka on the left, Kane up front. Yeah, that's so I just looked. I've just brought up England's roots. It's not hard to find in the, the media. Um, England 
the route, plan their route to the World Cup. If they get past Senegal, they play the winner of France and Poland. Um, were they to reach the semi-finals, they would feature then um, Morocco, Spain, Portugal, or Switzerland would be their four teams. So really, mate, Morocco, I've got to say, Spain, Portugal, or oh. Switzerland is their provisional oh. opponents. Like if they were to get past France, imagine or Poland. Portugal playing England in the semi-final, Ronaldo versus Maguire. That would be <laughs> that. Yeah, mate, it would. Quite absolutely volume. 100%. Yeah, he'd definitely go through him, mate, wouldn't he? <laughs> but do you know what, mate, right? I look at that and I think England should beat Senegal. They should, but it'll be difficult. Then, obviously, France or Poland is... France are very, very good. But like you say, you'd fancy Maguire versus Giroud rather than Maguire versus... Messi or Dybala or all these other players, and you fancy no Dembele, Dembele. Not many Kyle people Walker get change out of Luke Shaw. Yeah, and then after that, though, the four teams which they could play after that is Morocco, which you'd expect them to be Spain, is Spain, but then Spain have shown tonight, but you'd still expect them to be. Yeah, I think Spain of old. No, I think you should expect England to be Morocco up front. Yeah, uh, Portugal, you've got an aging Ronaldo. Yes, they've got some quality Portugal players behind them. Decent players, Portugal, and some decent players. Switzerland, you'd expect England to be Switzerland. You would still expect to be the only one problem that you probably got there is probably Portugal. So that's what I mean. Like, when Portugal. you look at their route to the final, they yes, they got they'd have to play France and potentially Portugal, but outside of that, so, so potentially it could be an England Brazil final then. Yeah, I think it works out. England could be England, Brazil, England, Argentina. Um, who's the other ones? Who's on the other side? Um, Holland, Argentina, uh, Japan, Brazil. Yeah, so that's the other side. Wow, that's a, that's literally, so let's look at that side. That side of the draw, um, you've got Holland versus USA, Argentina versus Australia. Uh, Japan versus Croatia and Brazil versus Ghana potentially. Who do USA play if they beat Holland? Um, so let's have a look. It'll be trying to work it out. Sorry. Um, I think it's the winner of Argentina and Australia. I think. Right, they're my Which dark is... horse. They're my dark After what, look, watching them, they're my dark horses. USA. You. George Weir's son, mate. What a player. I really like him. I think he'll uh, be yeah. over in I think he'll finish be over well, in but he was offside, mm. but yeah. Uh I think that he'll be in Europe. His energy is just gonna fall short, but I fancy him against Holland. Yeah, I could go with that. Oh, it gets exciting now in the knockouts, doesn't it? Yeah, it's wicked, mate. I love it. I that's what I really do buy in, like love the World Cups and the Euros, like the knockout stages is 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 and beautiful. One, there's one every every game, and uh, well, mate, we've seen some shocks already, like Japan again tonight. So why why should we write Japan off? You know they've had two great results in their build, you know, in their fixtures. So they deserve to be in that knockout stage. Why can't they go and cause another shock? Why can't uh, a Morocco go and get a result? Like it's just it's fascinating, mate, because. There's no whipping. There's been no whipping board. I know you had that one result, the England Iran result, but Iran sort of came back from that a little bit. 
there's been there's no whipping boys in this tournament at all, and certainly not in the group stages. Like, yeah, on paper, some people might be thinking, oh, Morocco have got through, or Japan have got through. These teams are going to be easy for the top teams to beat, but they'll set up in a way. They'll try to be difficult to score against, and they'll try and hit them on the break. And I tell you who else I think could do quite well, might sneak through the next round is Australia. Just on because, yeah, on penalties, mate. Every time is that who they're playing? All right, I mean Saturday, Saturday, that you know. Jesus, it's going on quick, that is, mate, isn't it? Yeah. So tomorrow, Holland, Holland USA, three o'clock Saturday, and seven o'clock Argentina Australia. Should we do a watch along for the Argentina Australia game, mate? We could do, yeah. And then, we'll, uh, and then me and then me and you watch the UFC after. Boom! What a night! All, all the Saturday, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could do, yeah, because it's Paddy the Baddy, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's not. Next week, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know if it's this week or next week. I think it's the week after. But it's this week. Way, it's this week. Oh no, next week. Yeah, yeah, next week. But yeah, if you want to do a watch along, mate, you have for doing the Australia Argentina oh, this weekend then. Oh, it's your in it, Tyson Fury. Yes, it is. Um, so just before we have a look at the, the fixtures for tomorrow's World Cup game, Fury or Chisora? Has Chisora got any chance? What? Chisora got any chance against Fury? A punch chance. He's got no he's chance. He's got more chance of he's got more chance of shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's, it comes to something when Tyson Fury is trying to sell it. Oh, he's in a better place this yeah, this time. He wasn't, he wasn't in a good place last time. He's experienced it now, so he's going to go head on. You mean he's going to go head on and get knocked fuck out after about three rounds <laughs> and get paid two million quid? Nice one. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a problem when the champion or the favoured fighter has got to try and tell the public that his opponent's good enough to fight him. So <laughs> yeah, there's a problem for me. Three, four, three of the he goes down in the third or the fourth. Yeah, I think it'll be done dusted by the fourth. Um, so tomorrow, Group G at uh, seven, uh, sorry, three o'clock. Sorry, Group H got Ghana versus uh, Uruguay and South Korea versus Portugal. Um, Portugal through the aren't they? South yeah, Korea so out. I think that's uh, on the other game, isn't it? Group H. Portugal are through. South Korea and Uruguay can go through. If Ghana lose, and they win, basically. So I mean, really? why, why was Son crying the other day then? Who knows, man. So like, but they're playing Portugal, so unless Portugal rest a load of players, which they which could do, which they will do. Yeah, I'd, well, I'd now they're not going to play, is they? Well, he's chasing the record, isn't he? He's chasing Eusebio's record, so they, they might play him. Um, Portugal, South Korea, and Uruguay versus Ghana. So if Uruguay, any of the other three can go through in second place if they win. If they win, Uruguay playing Portugal. Portugal. And if Uruguay... So whoever, basically, any of those three teams win, they go up, they'll finish second. Okay. So Uruguay are banging it. You know, they've got some good footballers. Not necessarily, because if they're only one goal behind Uruguay, surely it goes on goal difference now. And even if Ghana draw... Mind you, if they draw, they're on better goal difference. Yeah, it depends how it works out. It could be a 1-0 and you could go in off them yellow cards again. That was a bug, wasn't it? 
Are you going for it? No, that no. This is a buzz. They draw lots, mate. If no, they, if they yeah, draw, yeah. That's ridiculous, yeah. bro. That yeah. is, I'm telling you. Draw yeah. lots to go to the world. We've got to the world club. You, yeah, yeah. Let's draw a lot. Your names in. Hey, just terrible. Yeah, absolute tin pot. It is. That is embarrassing. Um, and then Group G is um, Brazil, Switzerland, Cameroon, Serbia. Looks like. Uh, same in that group. Any of the Brazil are through, but Switzerland, Cameroon, and Serbia could all go through if they pick up a win. Um, and you've got Cameroon playing Brazil and Serbia playing Switzerland. So, you know, Switzerland must be pretty confident. They're on three points. They only, need, I think, they only need a point. Yeah, they only need a point against Serbia. But Serbia came made a bit of a comeback, didn't they, the other day? So. Who do you see going through from that group with Brazil? I fancy Serbia, you know, mate. I think Serbia will beat Switzerland and go through. That's my prediction. I Brazil. Think... Yeah, I think Switzerland. I think Switzerland. Ooh, so I think Serbia, you think Switzerland's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's have a look at the uh, the old... Super six for Saturday. Um, do our predictions to finish us off. Well, I don't like doing this. You started copying me, mate. The last thing I would do is copy you. I know I saw how you bottled it last year towards you know when the pressure was okay. on, you went to pieces. Oh, well, you made look, I don't want to be mean to you, like you know, because I'm a nice guy, but the end of the season when the pressure was really on. Just, no, no, that was a void last year. You started way before me. So this is where we've both started equally, and we're seeing the results. Mind the gap, si. Mind eight that points, gap. Man. Mate, eight points to make that up in a week. Oh, yeah. We'll have a look at some UFC now. So I'm trying to find the flipping Super Six fixtures. Oh, they're not up yet, so we can't look at them yet because they're still live scoring from today supposedly oh it's they haven't updated it so i can't play the next round yet right we'll have to do that well we can't do the predictions because they're not up yet so let's have a look they're at let's have, yeah they're still up tonight isn't it so let's have a look at uh, the ufc for the weekend why not we can do what we want mate um this weekend we got stephen thompson wonder boy versus kevin holland um that's not particularly Exciting. I mean, it'll be all right, I suppose. Uh, Jack Manson's fighting. Derek Brunson. Eric Anders is fighting. So there's a, a tie of asses fighting, actually, uh, against Sergei Pavlovich. So that'll is be that a easy drinks beer out of a shoe? Out of, his, out of his shoe, yeah. The shoey, yeah. mate. The shoey. Yeah. But he's always exciting fight, at least. Um, and, yeah, there's a couple of good guys on the prelims. and uh, Some good fights, but no... Um, no real big names this weekend. Nothing to stay up till. Nothing to stay up Yeah, for. nothing to watch live. It's all stuff you'd watch the next day. However, UFC 282 the following Sunday, Sunday the 11th of December, co-main evented by Paddy the Baddy. It's going to be absolutely electric, mate. And I will be definitely staying up for that. you also got Darren Till fighting on that as well. Um, and the main event of uh, Jan Blasovic versus Mahmed Ak and Kalov. So um, there's all sorts of fights on that. Sh- that card is 
jacked. Like, there's so many fights on that card because that's a full on pay per view. It's in uh, Vegas, so that, that one as well, isn't it? It's in Vegas, yeah. So, you're gonna have to stay up late to watch that one, mate. But uh, I'll stay up, I'll stay up for that because Darren Till and Paddy the Baddy are fighting, plus I Bryce Mitchell as well. I like fighting like him, so oh, yeah, yeah. All right. watch them, mate. Watch them, sweet, right. Brazil's Brazil's going through. Ah, oh, that's why I wanted to finish on, mate. Um, last night was um, the memorial game for Peter Whitnam. Um, it's been a long time coming. It's way, way overdue. Um, and I've criticised Cardiff for that before. I don't want to talk about that at the moment. I want to talk about Peter Whitnam. Um, I saw a lot of like messages and memories from his teammates and stuff from fans. Like such a sad, uh, such a sad. Sad, uh, sad story, sad thing that happened. Uh, absolute Cardiff City, bona fide Cardiff City legend. He um, gave me some of the greatest memories as a Cardiff fan. Like that goal, the, the free kick he scored against Leicester from like out on the right wing in like the playoff semi-final. And he just caught the keeper sleeping. Not many players can do that. Like they could think about doing it, but they just can't pull it off. Like to have the speed of thought to do it, but then to also execute it in a high-pressure situation. Um, and by all accounts, an absolute diamond of a fella. It's just a really sad, sad, uh, sad thing. And obviously, to send the best wishes to his family, his friends, his former teammates and, and whatnot. And it's just uh, it's just one of them sad things which life throws at you. But um, what a footballer. And I hope... I wanted Cardiff City to retire the number seven shirt, to be honest, because I felt he, I don't like the retiring of shirts like they did for Jude Bellingham when he left Birmingham, which I thought was a bit embarrassing. But I thought, actually, if Cardiff was to retire the number seven shirt, it would be a very fitting, permanent tribute to someone who gave absolutely years and years to the football club and to the fans. And uh, absolute quality footballer mate as well no i know yeah shame and uh at least they've got it they've got it done now hopefully it all went very well yeah unfortunately because of the timing of it is in the world cup it was midweek and um i don't think there was as many people there who would have been there because a lot of people were traveling back from qatar from watching the wales england game and it's just the way that it fell because of you know the World Cup being on when it's on and stuff like that. But yeah, look, he's a man who deserves a tribute. Peter Whittingham is most definitely one. And um, I'm glad that people, he was able to get that send off, you know, like a proper send off. Um, indeed, rest in peace and good best wishes to his friends and family. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday, but we're also going to be back on Saturday doing a watch along for. Argentina and who was it, mate? Australia. Argentina, Australia. Saturday night live. We'll have a chat. We'll just chill out, mate, and we'll just uh, we'll have a chat with the people and watch the foosball. Who's going to win the World Cup, mate? In one word. Brazil, England. No, I said who's going to win it. All right. Um, Brazil. Brazil, yeah. I'm not going to say England. I'm Brazil. It's not coming home, mate, is it? Not coming home? Fucking hope not. Ooh, party the party. Ooh, party the party. Ooh, party.
Podcast Network.